right, welcome back everybody to Anime on the Interstate, the premier podcast that talks about One Piece while driving a truck and very tired. <laughs> yeah, uh, so no, no corrections up top. My last episode was pretty great as far as, you know, accuracy goes. I will say, I now know never to record while it's raining. There's like a... There's like a, I don't know, two minute period that just sounds even worse than normal. So, you know, that's a memo to take. <laughs> so today's episodes are, I mean, we'll get to it later, but today's episodes are uh, 204 through 206, which uh, end the G8 one uh, Navy base arc. And uh, exciting news on that front. Uh, So I looked up where the One Piece movies go in continuity. And everything was like, well, you watch them, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. But there was a Reddit post that made it really easy to find. That was like, okay, here you watch this here, this there, this that. By uh, Chug Iron. There were a couple places where people were like, I don't know, that's right, but... It was good enough to me that I was like, I'm going to go with that list. Which means that the next week's episode will be a movie episode about One Piece Movie 6, Baron Omatsuri and the Secret Island. Which I've never seen that one, but I heard it's very, like, Miyazaki-ish. So that'll that'll be fun. Oh, I forgot to say it up top. Uh, It's 7.45 at night, and we are in Columbia, Missouri. I, uh, I'll be driving for another four hours, I guess, going to Olney, Orney, Illinois, delivering there. Gonna be real fun finding parking after that, I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you, the last couple days have been a motherfucker. First delivery was in uh, Kansas, which is always go. I, I have been running back and forth in Texas for a little bit. Which I guess they just had to get whatever drivers in there to get freight out of Texas that they could. So still annoying. Texas is good if you don't have to be home, but there's nothing like you can't get Texas loads to where you want to go. Like if you want to go far, it just goes. All right, well it just goes to like Louisiana and then goes back to Texas. For me, at least, if you're like a team driver, you can get like a. All right, here's a California, or here's a wherever, but for me, I can only do 600 miles a day. I usually don't get a lot out of Texas. It's just how that thing works for me. Your mileage may vary, literally. <laughs> so finally got a load to Kansas, which is... Ugh. I, I, Kansas is like a fun, cool state, but... A lot of toll roads, so you know you got to take your money out, get re- reimbursed on that. So delivering to had a 4 a.m. delivery into Kansas, which I, I I fucked this up. I mean, I got in there on time, but I knew there was parking there. But what I should have done was get it there five o'clock last night for my 4 a.m. delivery this morning, and then get unloaded a little early and then park until I got a load. Instead, I got up at one in the morning, or no, 12 in the morning. 
and drove like three and a half hours to get there in time and then got fucked with all my hours because they just ran so 8 a.m my my department calls me like okay so we need you to sit another sit there another six hours which is why i'm working till midnight a lot of fun a lot of fun you know at least it's been easy pickups and deliveries the, the first one was awesome, honestly, like, top tier. The, the place they they, they could have let me park at. I really like that place. I hope I go back there sometime, as far as, like, Kansas loads go. Not bad at all. The second one wasn't bad either. Quick in and out, drop. The first one was in Kansas City, the second one was in Topeka. You know, not bad at all. And now I am headed for Olney, Illinois. I think it's Olney, something like that. After that, going to North Vernon, Indiana, which is, I think it's like an hour south of Indianapolis. Picking up from there. A lot, a lot of freight in that area. So, yeah. That's as far as trucking goes. Not a lot in my life. Order, oh, you know, this is kind of fun. I bought an Oculus Quest 2, which, ugh, I hate that I had to fucking get Facebook again for that shit. But, I'm going to have some fun with some uh, VR. I figure uh, there's enough room. I could look at shit on there, and if I need more room, I could go in the back of a trailer. I feel like that'd be decent. You know, wanted to treat myself with a new toy, so I did. <laughs> I'll go. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'll get like Beat Saber or Super Hot or something. Play around with those. Maybe Moss. I hear Moss is really good. Or wait, is Moss, what are, something that might be PlayStation only. I don't know. So, we'll see. <laughs> well, I guess I should get started with episode 204, the Golden Waiver Recovery Option. It's a little weird. Starts off, Usopp has like a plan board. He's making the plans. Usopp, Robin, Zoro, and Luffy are going to go after the gold. Nami and Sanji are going to go after the waiver, and Chopper's going to stay with the ship. Sanji's real happy. He does, like, a funny pose, which I think will be the episode art. I've been trying to do that, take a picture of the episode. Uh, he does, like, a really funny pose, which, uh, you know, big old hard eyes. It looks great. Very happy to be with, not with Sanji. We cut over to Jonathan, who's, like, doing like a lunch meeting not even a meeting because their whole thing there is you don't interrupt lunch and the gist of it is he can't stand vegetables and then one of his guys who's also eating it's like i fucking hate tomatoes so yeah eventually he like eats all the meat on the plate and then gives the rest of it to, to drake is like second in command who finishes it all off very funny you know shepherd shows up and is incredibly happy about being jailed for no reason or unhappy I'll fuck all of you up. This is insane. What you fucking assholes? I can't believe you did this. Jonathan's like, hey, well, we did what we had to. We thought, you know, the evidence pointed at you being Condoriano. Oh, oh, it starts off where Jonathan's like, hey, Condoriano. I mean, Major Inspector Shepard. Very funny. Love it. Love to see it. I think it ends with like Shepard's like, hey, well, all right, fine, but give me the names of the men who arrested me in the first place. Jonathan's like, I'm not doing that. They did it on my orders. I'm not going to sell out my men. Clearly cares about his men. 
great stuff. Uh, yeah. John, Jonathan and... Uh, no, no, I talked about that. Okay. I was going to say, you know, I don't think One Piece ever does antagonists like this again. I mean, like, clearly Shepard... No, Shepard's kind of a joke character. And I'll get into it later. But Jonathan... Like, we, we see... I guess it's because they become kind of caricatures. And they, maybe they don't. Maybe... I just don't know enough about the later arcs. But from what I remember... We don't see Marines this sympathetic ever again. Except for, like... Kobe. Because Akainu... No. Akainu's a monster... Borsalino is like a fucking YouTube troll. And Alkaji gets the axe. Or fired. That's a phrase for that. So, I think Garp maybe is sympathetic, but even then, not really. So, we never really see... And, and it's brought up that these guys like love peace and all that, so maybe that's part of it. But, just all these cuts of Jonathan, Drake, Jessica, Dr. Kabuto, and Mechanic Macau. That's and also Jonathan has like a, like a couple like commander guys who I don't think we ever get their names, but they stick around enough that you like you get to know them. And all the chefs and everybody. So it's just it's interesting having antagonists that you like that much. Like, I loved everybody in this place. Even, like, Shepard was pretty funny. But, like, especially, like, Jessica and Dr. Kabuto and Jonathan. Sorry. Sorry about that. Very, they're very likable characters. I love, I love it. Well, it ends up with Shepard's like, well, I'm not gonna let you have all the glory. I'm also gonna do this shit. I'm, I'm gonna get the straw hats, and then I'm gonna fire you and tear your base down. So, you know, it's whatever. Uh, Sanji and Nami are kind of running around, looking around for the waiver, and they run into this one Marine who is like, I'm gonna stop you. There, he's just like a kid. And Sanji's like, well, if you were gonna stop us, don't be so weak, and just like knocks him out. It's very funny. I think the point is like, what if they had been dangerous? Sanji's like, you gotta be better at this kid. Yeah, whatever. Now we cut over to, you know, the main group, Zoro, Luffy, Robin, and uh, Usopp. And they're running to where they know the vault is. And Robin has a moment where she's like, we're not running into a whole lot of resistance, which is weird. No, no, because she thinks that. And that's weird because every other time they run into a trap, they've immediately been like, nobody's stopping us. This is a trap. We need to reconsider what's happening. This is absolutely a trap. But, no, they, they don't have that thought. So, you know. So they get to the vault and uh, it's this giant, like, bank safe, but it's like 500 feet tall. It's very funny. I want to say there was like a fake vault they broke into to find it, but I don't super remember. Uh, so Usopp so so honestly pretty great trap like it looks oh oh okay so the marines show like jump in they're like oh we're like marine battalions and then like eight gates 
like behind them, clothes, trapping them in this little confined space. Honestly, pretty good trap. Way better than the prison trap, because I fully think like Luffy and them could have beaten all of those guys up. And way better than the bridge trap, which was better than the prison trap, but still, like, like they're trapped right now, 100%. Uh, so Luffy, Robin, and uh, Zoro just beat the fuck out of people while Usopp breaks into the vault. It's kind of weird. Every time he, like, hits a tumbler, like, a giant gear falls. And when he gets through all of them, the bank door just falls. And they all the straw hats are, like, in the spots where the gears would be. Kind of a weird safe, but it's a cool, like, image, you know. And the, uh, there's no, it turns out, no gold in the vault. Ends on Jonathan, who's very, like, all according to Kakaiku. You know, it's very, like, mm, I don't know. Why would you think that the gold was in the vault? He's got a great voice. I'm not doing it any kind of justice, I don't think. And uh, that's the end of the episode. Next up is episode 205, The One Fell Swoop Plan, Jonathan's Surefire Secret Tactic. Which, uh... It's very funny, but at the same time, like, Jonathan has a lot of plans. Like, okay, so this is the one fell swoop plan. Spoiler alert, doesn't work. And in the next one, he has another plan, which is even better. And that plan, this plan fails because the straw hats are exceptional. The other plan fails because the straw hats are bullshit. Right? So, I don't know, not super sure fire. <laughs> I didn't get a whole lot of sleep this today. You know, I got like five hours to get up at midnight, drive over to uh, Kansas City. Tried to get like two or three more hours. Not sure if I totally succeeded on that one. And, uh, but, you know, it's fine. I got like three hours left in my day, which is not bad at all. Okay, so back to the episode. Um... Sanji, okay, we cut to Sanji and Nami. They find the waiver. Sanji is incredibly happy to, to ride bitch. Like, like, ooh, Madami Swan. Yeah, I get to, you know, snuggle up. It's great. It's very great. <laughs> so they go into the, uh, so back to, back to the others. That's a quick, like, oh, okay, so they overhear, like, Marines talk, like, yeah, there's no gold in the base, but we got them trapped, you know. And Nami's like, oh, no, whoa, whoa. We cut back, there's some fighting, it looks great. And then all of a sudden, all the doors open up, and uh, Major Inspector Shepard and his boys walk in, like, oh, we got you, we're gonna win this. And, like, the, the, not Drake, but, like, a random lieutenant guy is like, well, what are you doing? We had him trapped, why would you open the doors, you incredible moron? And Shepard's like, uh, why are you talking to me? Marine bitch says what? So, he brings out this giant fucking humongous bazooka thing. Uh, hold on. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so he brings out this giant bazooka thing that's like brand new. It's like a bazooka that you can one hand but has the power of a ship's main cannon. He fires it and of course Luffy does the reflect it. It blows, it blows up one of the doors or something like that. And then Robin does like does like a badass thing again, fucks up Condoriano one more time. Like, 
and manipulates the thing to like five blast all the doors, blast all the men. Just generally like fuck everybody up. It's very funny. Uh, Usopp's having some fun. He's like, good going, Condoriano. Without you, we would have been trapped. Everybody's like, oh, nice going, Condoriano. Very funny. <laughs> cut, cut over to Chopper hanging out in the Mary. He's like, oh, I, I'm so worried. I, what, what happens? I can't believe they let me on the ship again. Nami and Sanji show up. You know, we get a little bit of Sundare Chopper. Sundare Chopper. I, I guess it's Sundare. I always thought it was Sundare. But... Because it's Sundere. So, he's like, oh, I, I wasn't worried, but I'm really, I, I'm, not, I'm not glad to see you, but really glad you're here. Nami's like, okay, I gotta go find the others. Sanji, you stay here with Chopper. Chopper's like, oh, thank goodness. Very cute. So, I, I really, I really wasn't expecting to like Chopper as much as I have. It's whatever. Um, so the gold group, they, they escape everybody, but they run into Dr. Kabuto and Macau. Hanging out. I'm still not super sure why they're so down to help. Like, obviously, Kabuto is like, uh, without you, a whole bunch of people would have died. And uh, Macau just loves the Gong Mary, the go- Going Mary. I can't believe I thought it was the Gong Mary for so long. That had to be like an ocean dub thing or something, right? Huh. But either way, I'm not sure why they're down to help, but they are totally down to help. <laughs> um. They kind of give them some advice. The guy's a fisherman, so the bait will all be, and then they, they, they sort of, like, get going. They run into Nami, who figures it out, like, immediately, like, oh, if the, a fisherman would keep the bait close to his chest. I'm not sure if that works totally, but whatever. Eventually says, okay, the gold must be in Jonathan's office. Sends everybody else to go on the, uh, the Mary to go hang out. It's like, we're, Luffy, you and I are going to go to Jonathan's office. So, <laughs> they, ra- they, ride the, they, ooh, they, they ride the waiver straight through his giant window, crash through. Jonathan's like, oh, you're here to visit, huh? That was a splendid entrance. And then it cuts to the gold, and it's just in a pile on the corner, in a pile in the corner, which, remembering Luffy gave that guy lunch like three episodes ago, I bet it was still there, and he just never noticed. So Jonathan's being a cool motherfucker. He's like having like a conversation. Are you sure you want to do this? I don't know. If that's right. Whatever. More boys show up. Luffy gets netted immediately, and I don't remember the net being this big a deal. But they've got him like three times in the last five episodes, so it must be. <laughs> um. And then Nami, they just give Nami a whole bunch of free time, and she sets up like a lightning storm, zaps everybody, frees Luffy. They grab all the golden. You know, get the fuck out of there. And then uh, Shepard shows up. I was like, man, you really fucked this up. I'm going to get all of them. I can't believe you fucked this up so badly. And then the, uh, the Straw Hats reunite on the sea. Oh, shit. I haven't been rating these. Oh, shit. Okay, well. Okay, so... Episode 204... You know what? I might give that a full 5 out of 5. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Now, episode 205. I'm also going to give this a full 5 out of 5. I'm not a harsh judger. You know, sorry. 
<laughs> Alright, on to episode 206. Farewell, Navy Fortress. Last battle for escape. <laughs> uh, Shepard's still bitching, but Jonathan, like, he just puts him in his place. You know, we, we would have had them by now if it wasn't for you. Maybe back off. off. And then he says something weird. Where he says... These straw hats are just like Admiral Akainu told me. They're more dangerous than we realize. Which, when the fuck did Akainu say any, like, number one, when, why would, I, this has to be like some weird filler bullshit. Because number one, I guess you could theoretically say that Akainu learned about the straw hats from maybe Smoker, about Alabasta, and... Whiskey Peak and or not Whiskey Peak, um, Loke Town. You know, maybe Arlong was a bigger name, and then you have Buggy the Clown, who was a Robert Roger Cabin Boy, and then he beat up a Shichibu guy. But even then, why would he tell Jonathan? We're told several times Jonathan is a peace-loving fool. And that the whole, like, Hedgehog Marine base is, like, a full of peace lovers. Akainu would hate these people. Like, the moment Luffy had, had Jonathan had, like, a nice conversation, he would have murdered them. He would... I don't understand this. It's like a cool name drop for an admiral, but it's weird that it was because of this. But whatever. So the Mary is like is flying is 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 sailing down the, the uh, to the exit, looking all good, and then we see the Marine ships following them drop anchor and stop. Like what's going on? We we hear Chef Jonathan say like a couple of times like it's going to happen at 9 p.m. Turns out at 9 p.m. the tides go away and really fuck up the Mary. It punches a hole through the hull. It uh, like basically strands them on the ground on like seabed, and they're completely surrounded. It's very cool. Very, very cool. Um, really fucks up the memory, though. And also, when Macau and Dr. Kabuto, I mean, Dr. Kabuto might not know, but when Macau and Dr. Kabuto were talking to them about how to escape, I really feel like he could have mentioned the tides. Like, it's really weird. Because then, like, all the spotlights, all the cannons show up. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. And they're like, uh, you you need to surrender now. And we cut to Macau and Kabuto, and they're like, oh no, the Straw Hats. Which again, I feel like Macau could have like told them all of this, but whatever, you know. It cuts over to the chefs who are like, oh no, what'll happen to Sanji if he gets captured? Well, they'll probably kill him. Very sad, very sad, you know. Um, Jonathan has a like really cool like, give up, so... The only one of you, ones of you that have bounties are Zoro and, and and Luffy. I can guarantee I, I'll guarantee your other crew's safety, which just means she, he doesn't know about Robin. And I'll argue for clemency for you guys, which probably like translates to like a higher floor on Impel Down, I assume. He's like, you just give up. Yeah, everybody give up. Shepard's like, and then we cut over to Shepard, who's like on the ground floor. He's like, I'm not letting you assholes take the blame. I'm, I'm gonna get him. He's got his big bazooka thing. 
and but uh, he's, so he's like very clearly Shepard's gonna fuck this up. Jonathan's like, we have you. We're not gonna let you know. Give up. I don't want any bloodshed. I respect. I fully respect you, Straw Hat Luffy, and I respect all of you. You are worthy enemies. And then Jessica, it cuts to Jessica. He's like, well, we got him. We're gonna get them all. And uh, oh, she she's like hanging out with Jonathan. Very cute couple. Love them to death. Jonathan's like, not exactly. We have we have them surrounded on all sides. We have them controlled by the sea, but what you have to remember is they came in through the air. And I don't know how they did it, but they might be able to do it again. And then we they, we cut over to them, and they're like the, the straw heads, and they're like, "Well, if we had the octopus, we could get out of this." They do like a circle shot where they're all like in a circle. They're talking very. I can't really describe this, but it's an awesome shot. They're like, well, we don't have this, the octopus. Luffy's like, no, we have the octopus. And they all have, they all repeat, oh, we have the octopus, we have the octopus, we have the octopus. Turns out Luffy just keeps it in his pants. It's very weird. You're kind of like, was he using it as like a condom? Like, what's going on with that? You don't super know. It's very weird. And Luffy didn't get rid of it because obviously the thing saved their lives. So they come up with a plan. They're going to use an impact dial to shoot the gong the the, 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 the going Mary out in the sky uh, use an air dial to blow up the octopus and use a flame dial to make the air the, 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 the air rise so they can get out of there Jonathan doesn't want to kill him so he tells the, his men hey fire two shots or fire a shot off the bow warn them and then fire, fire if they don't stop fire a second shot at the octopus. I don't want you killing these people. And you kind of get the feeling he's saying that because number one, he respects Luffy. But number two, the chefs respect Sanji, the mechanics respect Usopp. It would it would probably be bad for morale, even if it and, and like their doctor saved a bunch of lives. So we cut over to Jonathan or to Shepard, he's got his giant bazooka. He's like, fuck you, I'm gonna blow these people to hell. He shoots, but he misses badly. Blows up a cannon. And the Straw Hats get out of there scot-free. <laughs> uh, they're, they're fine. They're, they're going into the sky. It's all great. Shepard's saying all this shit. Like, how could you... you know, he's like, Jonathan, you fucked up. I'm gonna get you. And Jessica's like, it's your own fucking fault. How, how dare you, bitch? And she knocks him out with a punch. It's like the Luffy punch where he punched Arlong. And his like fist is sitting straight down. It like it looks cool. It's, it's great. And then like the last words of the arc are Jonathan like, yeah, the Straw Hats made me look like a fool. But what they also did was they bonded the all of my men and all the support staff as one because now they know there are threats in this area, and it's probably better in the long run. I'm not sure that work work would keep. Akainu in particular from murdering Jonathan, but whatever. Uh, as far as that episode goes, also a 5 out of 5. Fucking great episode. Loved it to death. I'm really just wondering if I should change this to a 10 out of 10. A 10 scale. Because I'm just going to give everything 4s and 5s right now. So, hey, you know, whatever. Alright, well that was the episode. I, uh... I'm now in Williamsburg, Missouri. I feel like every state has a Williamsburg. I feel like I was talking kind of fast on this one. 
So, uh, oh yeah, it's, it's a lot shorter. Only 28 minutes, but you know, whatever. All right, we'll see you next time. Uh, remember, we're doing episode six, or, or movie six. Um, Baron Matsuri and the Secret Treasure, something like that. All right, <laughs> bye.